Hey everybody, it's Pastor Chip. I hope you're doing well again. <clears throat> so today, this podcast is titled Peace. I'm really not sure exactly how, other than peace is in the text, how to get you to understand the peace I'm talking about. You know, um, there are a lot of us that have Issues in our lives, loved ones, drama, etc. Just spent some time talking to my daughter on the phone. Good, a good conversation, a long conversation about some dynamics um, with some people, and we're talking about: Do you give it? When do you give it your all? Have you given it your all um, in, a, in a dispute or an issue? How far do you go before you call it quits? Or How much do you allow people to step on you? Before you call it quits. And you know, I think about people in the Bible. I think about their stories, you know. Um, sold into slavery. A son almost killed by his father and for a sacrifice. I think about uh, a son almost killed because of his friendship to a king. Every family has dynamics and everybody has issues, but, you know, what I was telling my daughter is when you have things going on with people, you, you know, everybody else has a, has a solution for your problems. You know, everybody else is better at solving your problem than you are. But nobody else has to walk in your shoes. Nobody else has to deal with the issues that you have or the drama. Nobody else lays down beside you at night when you close your eyes and go to sleep to, to ease you of your decisions during the day. So to what lengths do you go to to remedy these conflicts? When do you say, I've done enough, or I've tried enough, or, I've, or I haven't, or I'm going to go one more time, or... Well, it's a good question, isn't it? Each person has their own breaking point or whatever you want to call it. You can bend so far or take so much before you give up. I remember my one daughter, my oldest daughter, she used to complain. She still complains about the difference between the way 
her mother and I treated her versus the youngest. And there's eight years apart uh, between these two kids. And, and I explained to her, you know, when you become a new parent, you're a new parent. I said, when I went to the hospital to bring home my baby, I said, uh, they gave us three things. A baby, a birth certificate, and a bill. There was no manual. There was nobody standing there telling us how to do things, you know, what, when a baby cries, what you're supposed to do, or, you know, the facial expressions and the hunger pains, and, or when a baby's just crying and wanting to be held. And those are things that you learn. And then the second go around, well, it's a little different. We're kind of figuring these things out. But I think, well, I know a lot of people, and it's funny, I have two daughters and I have a night and day perspective with these two. Um, I don't think people, and I know, I'm just as guilty. I didn't earlier in life. I didn't look back and think. Look at my children and think. Would they be treating me the same way that I'm treating my parent today? Or would they be treating... Loved ones the way that I treated loved ones? Would they be learning from me? And would I be reaping what I sowed later in life? I know we don't always think that way. But like my mom used to say, monkey see, monkey do. My mom was right about that in so many ways. Your little ones, they're reflections of you. And, you know, the learning can go two ways, you know. The child can grow up and say, I'm going to be like my parent because they were mean or whatever. Whatever they did, however they treat them, they said, I'm going to, be, I'm going to take it out on the world. Or they can say, I'm not going to let that action define who I am. I'm going to be my own person. And you know, that's what I did with my father. He treated me differently than the others. I don't know why. Took it to the grave with him. I was the oldest and treated differently. I don't know why. But I decided to do my own thing. And I did. A lot of people talk about doing things in life. 
And very few people actually do the things they talk about in life. What are you doing for your situation? Your predicament? What are you doing? Are you making a way? Or are you running headlong into obstacles and blaming everybody for your path? I remember Sandy and I were talking one time. We talked and we planned and we, we looked at houses and we traveled up here to the mountains every weekend that we had off or holiday and we'd, we'd talk to our real estate agent look at houses and finally we found the one that she wanted and then we bought it and moved in and Sandy was like I can't believe we actually did it and I said a lot of people that we knew talk about changing their environment getting out of the rut, making a different way in life. But yet every day, they clock into the same job, rumble the same complaints, deal with the same people, go home to the same place, Grumble to the wife and kid and go to bed and get up and wash, rinse, and repeat. A lot of people talk about change, but people never make change. Are you doing all that you can do to affect change in your life? Are you surrounding yourself with positive people? People up here where I live, there's a big drug problem. You don't have to buy the next one. You don't have to buy the next beer. You can change your environment. When you lay down at night, can you say that you've done all that you could do to affect change in your life? Or are you blaming the world for your problems? You see, I watched this show on TV about people in prisons, and the guy made a good comment last night. A guy had been in prison 11 years, and he talked about his wife, his ex-wife made him kill her. She just drove him to the point where he picked up a gun and he shot her. And he said, 11 years in prison and the guy still says that the ex-wife made him shoot her. He never acknowledged that he was responsible in her death that he shot her. You see, it's the same with us. 
How long does your cycle continue before you accept your part in the play? You ever notice a criminal when they get arrested or somebody gets in trouble, they go, but so-and-so said, or so-and-so. But what have you done to change your life, your perspective, the outcome? You are the master of your own destiny. Peace is a relative thing. Is your peace a state of mind? Are you doing what you can to affect peace in your life? Or are you making other people miserable and blaming them for the vicious little hamster wheel that you're running on. You know, with my dilemma with my children, there comes a point when you have to say, well, you don't have to, but there comes a point where I said, I've done what I felt God put upon my heart. I've led my children to a point where they're adults that they're on their own. And now the decisions that they make I have no control over. But I can control how much I let them uh, disrespect me or take advantage of me or anything of that nature. You can control the toxicity in your life from others. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It means you're a person with boundaries. But I'm going to tell you the secret to it. I was reading these verses because, well, it has a good verse that everybody always finishes on, but I don't think people realize the verses before it. It's Philippians 4. 5 through 7. It says, Let your gentleness be known to all men. Period. And then it says, The Lord is at hand. Let your gentleness be known to all men. That reminds me of, if you ever watched Kung Fu, the show when I was a kid about the Chinese monk that traveled all over, he... He used martial arts to defend himself, but he never, ever went out attacking people. Are you seeking peace with the world, or are you seeking conflict? You can be gentle in everything that you do, 
even in your relationship with your loved ones, it doesn't mean you have to give in to them. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. If you've got the Lord in your heart and on your side, you can't be wrong. And then it says, Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Your request. In everything, prayer and supplication, thanksgiving. People, that is your relationships. That's your life. That's your, your, your job, your food, your health, your happiness, your mental state of mind. If it's your family that's causing you trouble, are you praying for them? Are you praying? Are you letting God know that this is troubling your heart? That you need help? And see, here's verse 7. This is the one that gets it. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. Do you have that peace of God? Have you prayed for what's going on in your life and your relationships? That no matter which, what decision you make, whichever way you go, the direction that you take, that you've made that decision, that you know that you have the peace of God which surpasses all understanding. That people, that people is a peace that a lot of people never, ever obtain. Because you're not working on your relationship with Christ. This is Pastor Chip. I thank you for tuning in. I hope you find that peace. I pray that you find that peace. I pray that you find peace in your relationships. Don't let the world govern you. Let Christ govern your heart. God bless.